Hello everyone and welcome to Baby Steps and got a lot to get to today. I, I try to I've been trying to keep these at about 30 minutes. We might run a little bit long today, so I certainly do apologize for that. But it'll be worth it. Got a lot to talk about housekeeping wise um here at the beginning. Um first off, uh my life group ended. Um so uh, starting this coming week, this is Monday night, the 14th of November. So this Sunday night, we're going back to Sunday recording and Sunday release. Uh, so this, uh, this coming week, you'll have, uh, the new episode on Sundays. Again, I appreciate everyone for all their support, all the listens. Uh, it truly is amazing to see how this went from not even a thought in my mind to do a podcast like this to putting something together like this and to some people maybe it doesn't mean a lot but I've done podcasts in the past where they were about sports and other things so it, so it was me but really you know was it was more about that sort of thing. This is truly, every week that you tune in, you're hearing me. And I can't thank everyone enough. A um, few announcements. One of the announcements is, um, if we hit our average listens this week, this week we will hit 100 listens for the podcast. So, again, thank you very much for supporting this supporting me um again maybe to some people 100 listens doesn't mean that much but it 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 certainly means a lot to me and with that something that I didn't I haven't really done is so I use the anchor app to record and distribute the podcast and they have analytics on there so stats um and a lot of it isn't really that that notable just you know how many people listen and if you try to monetize it how much money you're making off of it and that and that sort of stuff but then it breaks it down to um where people have listened from and this blew my mind um i assumed it was people from my church Maybe some people that, that know me. Um, but I figured it was 100% in America. So I, I looked at the analytics and this, this was shocking to me. I thought at worst 99% at the lowest. But only 92% of, of listeners to this show are from the United States. 6% are from Germany. So for our German listeners, I appreciate all the support. Um, but this really blew my mind. So that's 98%, so there's still 2% left. The other 2%, 1% in the Philippines, and the other percent in United Arab Emirates. So truly what I thought was just going to be a few people that knew me or that went to my church listening 
has truly become a global thing. And again, it's something I would have never imagined. Um, but it truly does show that God's working. You know, Pastor, I told Pastor Dave on Sunday about that, and he goes, you know, all it takes is one person. One person to hear your story or hear, hear your message, and it changes their life. You know, last week, I, I mentioned my second wife um, and the changes she's gone through. Um, so again, this is Monday the 14th, so Sunday the 13th was a big night for her. Uh, it was the last night of her class. And again, that was a very big step for her. But she also got reaffirmed and did a full water immersion baptism. And again, for someone like her to go through something like that, it is very big. And to look back at pictures of me and her when we were married from a couple years ago. As sad as it is to say, you can see that both of us in a lot of those pictures were just trying to get a smile out. And last night when when, uh, she sent me pictures from it, you could genuinely see pure happiness. So I am so happy for her um, that she's truly making positive changes. And it's one of those things where me and her, we have... We've talked about it. We've this added. We're better friends. You know, it wasn't in the cards for us to be husband and wife, and it happens. But I'm truly happy for her. And again, one person. You know, obviously she knew me, but we. I started talking about my experiences in the podcast, and she listens. And it's helped move her life in the right direction. So again, uh, I appreciate it. Again, I would have never thought uh, this was going to be a sports podcast or it was going to be about movies or pop culture. And then Pastor Dave's like, well, there's 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 tons of those. How about you do one about your, your Christian walk? Because I'd listen to it. I think a lot of people would listen to it. And to go from that to being listened to in four different countries, um, it's still something hard to get my head wrapped around. That people are that interested in listening to me talk about my life. So I certainly do appreciate it. Um, The last uh, announcement I have is we've added a new platform. So right now you can hear us on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, also Amazon Music and Audible, and also just coming aboard, iHeartRadio, one of the fastest rising um, podcast platforms. A lot of really big and good podcasts are on there. Uh, So iHeartRadio, the iHeartRadio app, um, you'll be able to get baby steps on there as well. So super excited about that. And one other thing I am contemplating is it may not be much, but I have found a site that I could do video. 
which mostly just did pretty much just be me sitting here, but you'd actually see me while I'm talking and doing the show. Um, and then it would get dis distributed on YouTube, Facebook, and some other platforms as well. Just tried to grow this, and, and oddly enough, the largest platform for podcasts is YouTube. So uh, let me know with comments. If you see me or on my Facebook or through email, let me know. Would you be interested in a video version of this as well? I think I got a way that I can do it, but we'll, uh, we'll see from there. Um, again, I've mentioned the Ultimate Journey class. The last several weeks, we have gone through the different parts of my childhood. These last two, very, very difficult. It was junior high and high school. And a lot of things happened and went on. And it was something I really wasn't looking forward to. Especially my 7th grade year. Because I was picked on so much. That a lot of days I just really didn't want to go to school at all. But I made it through. And... You know, I I come to realize a lot of things. Um, there's a reason why, um, normally I say this is Scott at the beginning of the show, there's a reason why I didn't. Through the majority of my life, I've never been the real me. I've always tried to be this superstar athlete, know-it-all sports guy. And that's not really who I am. It's not who I was ever meant to be. Um, I felt that being into sports and athletics because they were so popular and everyone liked them. That's how I'd get accepted. That's how I'd get known. That's how I'd show people that I'm something more. But at the core of me... And you've seen a lot of it in these latest shows. The core of me is... I'm just a geek. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love research. I love numbers. I love analytics. I love... part. Uh, actually, most of today's show, a part of it came off a random video that popped up on my YouTube from a neuroscientist. In fifth grade, I was reading anatomy books and physics books and all this sort of stuff. And I talked about it, acquiring knowledge without knowing how to apply it. But still, it was acquiring knowledge and I loved it. Whereas with sports, where I spent a majority of my life and a majority of the time with sports made me miserable. But I still felt that being that would get me more accepted than being who I actually was. Again, not to pat myself on the back, because again, a pat on the back is three feet away from the kick in the butt, but I'm pretty intelligent. But I put all of that aside because I didn't felt I needed it and it wasn't going to get me accepted. So today, you're going to get me. 
Scott Joseph Daly. Who I am. What I'm all about. And... It's very interesting. today. So today I'm going to talk about the growth mindset. There are two mindsets. Basically put, there's the growth and the fixed mindset. The fixed mindset, simply put, you believe that you're either born intelligent or you're not. And if you're not, there's no way to acquire it anymore. You're not going to be any smarter than what you are born with. The growth mindset simply is well, I can acquire knowledge and improve my intelligence. I can learn things. And that's the simple way of putting it. Now we're going to get geeky. So the science side of this involves a lot of things, including a chemical in the brain called dopamine. And dopamine is a chemical that promotes happiness, joy, uh, those sort of things. But for a majority of everyone's life, it's it goes hand in hand with rewards. Goals, you go after something and you get rewarded. And when you get that reward, you're so happy. You celebrate. Yeah, you know. Best way to put it, you score a touchdown in football. You do that end zone that you spike the football and you do a dance. Well, that's your mind, that's your that's your brain producing a bunch of dopamine and causing that. Which is a good thing. But neuroscientists are now finding out that dopamine um, there's a way to actually promote a better use of that um, than just the reward. And what they're finding out is dopamine is more associated with wanting to build, create, that desire to do something. You know, you... You want to do that. You want to go after that goal. It, it, it's more associated with that. And what dopamine does is it changes our perception and our behavior. The problem is, is that when if you have a lack of dopamine, you have a lack of motivation. And what they're finding with people is, is that people that have achieved goals... Get that big high at the beginning, but then about a day after they start to feel, well, now what? And they start to feel down. It's more like a postpartum thing. So obviously women that are listening, postpartum depression, it's sort of like that. But what people nowadays have been able to do is through social media, through video games. Oh, I'm a gamer, but... Through all of these other outlets, they're still able to obtain a little bit of that happiness, that little quick hit of dopamine in their system. So that a lot of people aren't motivated to actually go out and chase those dreams and chase those goals. I'm a perfect example of it. Not only that, but part of it is too, where I've reached that mountaintop, I've hit that goal. 
and it just wasn't what I expected. And for all this time, I thought it was just me a fear of succeeding as to why every time I get close to a goal and then I purposely sabotage myself. And it's not a fear of success, it's the fear of that pain. Because when you've reached that goal and everything, there's a pain-pleasure balance. The pleasure is you reach that goal, yes, I did it. And then the, well, what now? There's that pain that sets in. You've reached that goal and you think it's going to be the greatest thing ever. But then it's not. So then the mind remembers that and every time you get close to that feeling, it stops or you don't have the motivation to do it at all. There's been some fascinating studies over this and experiments on this. Just absolutely unbelievable stuff. And this has really come to light over the last few years. Um, they took kindergarten kids. Who, who loved painting and would just paint. If you asked them, what, what do you want to do? They'd want to paint. So that's what they did. They let the kids paint for a little bit. And then they threw in rewards. Where with, with their painting, they would receive a gold sticker or some sort of reward. And then they took the rewards away. And what they found out was a majority of those kids that if you asked them what they wanted to do, they would have said painting and did it on their own. After the rewards were, were put in and then taken away, they didn't want to paint anymore. They lost all motivation to paint. And what they found out was is that getting that reward spiked that feeling. Like, hey, this is great. The second it was taken away, well, what am I doing this for? And it was something that they liked doing. And I've done that a lot in my life. I've had a lot of things that I really enjoyed doing. But I made it all about a reward. All about that end game. That if I got there, it really didn't feel the same. Or if I just didn't get there, I lost all motivation to do it. Um, another simple study is they did, they did with uh, two, two rats. One rat. Which is what they, what they said was they added dopamine. So what they did was the rat had to go over and press this lever in order to get food. So that rat did that. The second rat, they just gave the food to him, no effort. So when given the choice, the one rat that, that had to do to get the food they kept doing it the one rat that that was basically handed everything to them had no motivation to want it when they actually had to get up to press the thing to get food they wouldn't do it but this was the best one and this is this is the true essence of the growth mindset they took 500 fifth grade students and gave all 500 the same test it was 10 questions Super easy. There was no way that they could fail it. And what they did was they took half the kids and they and this is how they praised them for their performance on the test. 
you're so brilliant, you're so intelligent, and that's why you, you scored well on this test, because you're, because you're brilliant in your intelligence. The other half was this. You did a good job on that test. You must have worked really hard to study to be able to do that well on that test. And here's what they found. Those 500 students were given a choice. We're going to give you another test. Your choices are the first test is going to be easier than the last one. And the second one is going to be harder. So out of the out of the 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 group the 250 that were praised by their intelligence how smart they were and that's how they scored so well on the test 67% of them chose the easier test and they were asked afterwards well why did you choose the easier test and what the findings were is that a majority of those kids that chose the easy test it's because they were praised for their intelligence and they felt that if they took the harder test and scored less, that, that, peop that they wouldn't be thought of as intelligent anymore. They didn't want to fail, so they took the easier way out. Because they, they associated themselves as being intelligent and they didn't want to lose that. On the other end, the kids that were praised for their hard work that they put in to, to pass the test, 92% of those 250 kids chose the hard test. And they were asked why, and a majority of them said, because the harder test would, would, would challenge me and test me on, on what, what I can learn. fascinating stuff and really that's what the growth mindset is all about fixed mindset you either have it you don't growth mindset is yeah i can learn it and it ties in with the neuroscience and all that because the epitome of the growth mindset is it's not about the goal at the end. The reward is not the goal at the end. The reward is the journey. It's the work. It's the research. It's, it's, it's to get... That should be your reward. And it makes total sense. The, uh, also, the other suggestion is when you reach that goal... Don't get super excited. Show some excitement, yes. But your mindset once you reach that goal should be, this is great. I did this. And then take a day or two because you're going to feel that, oh man, what next? Take a day or two. After that day or two, your system will reset. And then your mindset should be, I did it once. Now I'm going to do it again. And more and through research and study, people have had more success with that. And it shows a lot of what I've done wrong. I've been so 
result-oriented. I used to play the card game Magic the Gathering. And if you don't know it's a card game, you go out, you buy cards, you, you build these decks, you play against other people. I was so focused on winning, 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 gotta win, gotta win. That I didn't enjoy the process of acquiring the cards and then putting the cards together and into, you know, doing the research, finding stuff that fit together, learning how to play the game. That's the reward. That's where the good feelings come from, is that process of getting there. It shouldn't be the goal at the end. Because at the end, you're eventually going to get that feeling of, well, now what? But if you stay in a mindset of constantly growing, constantly learning, enjoying the learning process, and like, hey, this is great, this is what it's all about. You're going to be better off. And I know we're 25 minutes into this and a lot of you are saying, well, gee, Scott, um, where's the Bible stuff? Glad you asked. This is also another thing of how I've grown. Because this is another part of the real me. I get a thought or I see something and I'm like, hey, that seems interesting. And initially, I'll get a thought of what I think. And then I go out to see what, what my thought is, if that's correct. But now, it has gone from, I get an idea, and then I'm like, okay, well, this is what I think about it. And then immediately after that, but what does the Bible say about it? And really, when you look at the growth mindset... It's not a new concept when it comes to scientists and all that sort of stuff, but it's not new at all. If you really look at the Bible, the Bible is the growth mindset. Because look what it preaches. Growth. Learning. Constant learning. Walk. Journey. Those sort of things. That's the growth mindset, and that's what the Bible teaches. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. You're constantly learning. You're never going to get everything. I mean, when you look at it, it's God-centered. You've got this. God tells you, you've got this. And it's so funny because a few, well, maybe not funny, but it's very interesting that I do this. And if, you, if you're if you a long-time listener of this, a few episodes ago, I talked about Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And again, it's, it's two verses, four lines, very powerful. Trust in the Lord, or, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Long as we trust, he will set our path straight. We trust in him. Read, learn, enjoy. He'll set everything straight for us. 
with God, we'll, we're going to face a lot of challenges in life. With everything. But with God, we can be confident that we'll overcome. You want to have, um, and in a lot of the articles and, and research that I've read, you know, before this episode, God confidence. You're open to learning new things and you go into those fearless because you have that confidence that, that God's going to help you. And again, not on your own understanding. So again, you get an idea. This is what I think. But what does God think? And does that... And then you go off of God. You don't go off of your own. And I'm sorry, I don't have... My Bible app is on my phone and I'm recording this on my phone. But some other really good scriptures that emphasize the growth mindset. Proverbs 16 through 9. No wonder, Proverbs, uh, the book of wisdom, part of a three-book uh, series of wisdom. I'm actually digging into that now. I'm going to do a full read-through, and then I'm going to do a deep dive on it. I'm on Proverbs, I think I'm reading Proverbs 8 tonight. I read before I go to bed. Um, so I'm on Proverbs 8, but Proverbs 16, 9, Romans 12, 2, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, Ephesians 2, 10. Philippians 4.13. It's all over the Bible. They have a mindset of learning. And enjoying the learning. But learning nonetheless. Because if you're not learning, you're staying still. And if you're not staying still, that's not what God wants you to do. God wants you to keep moving forward. And with the growth mindset and, and listening to some of this stuff of how it affects your body, that's the other amazing thing is the brain. God created that. And scientists are trying to recreate it, and they just can't. They can't get it close. They can, they can get computers and stuff to act somewhat like the brain, but they can't. God's perfect. And the thing with dopamine is that it also goes hand in hand with the chemical called epinephrine. Or more familiar, adrenaline. So when you're happy, when you get that shot of, of dopamine, that, that, that energy, you know, I'm going to go out and do this. That's the adrenaline. And again, if you go with the mindset of no matter what you're, you're tackling, you're going to enjoy the journey of it. Once you get to the end, it's great. Hey, awesome, I made it. But don't get too crazy about it. Take a little bit of time. 
Let things reset and you know what? On to the next thing. Don't immediately jump into the next thing. Because again, you're going to have that little bit of a doubt where you're going to think, well, what's next? I reached this goal. Now what next? Let that pass. Let it set. And then you know what? This is what I'm going to do next and I'm going to do it again. I just look back, man. I tortured myself for over three years for tennis for one goal to get to the conference title match. And it was a bad goal. You go into a tournament, and if you're an athlete or not, you go into a tournament, you want to win the tournament. My goal was just to get to the title match. And that was the thing. I won the semifinal. I advanced to the title match. And after that, all my motivation shut down. The kid I beat in the semifinals was the number one seed in the tournament. He was ranked in the Missouri Valley region by the USTA. He was very good. And I beat him 10-6. Pretty convincing win. I played the number two seed in the finals. Good player as well, but not as good as the guy that I just beat. I should have been able to compete. I lost 10-2 in the final. Because I did what I, I, I celebrated. I was happy. I, I did it. I got to where I wanted to go. And I completely... That part of the brain, you know, I got that big, huge shot of dope. I got, you know, I got that great feeling. Yeah. And then when it time to, to go out to play in the championship match, there was nothing there. As a mere shell of what I was a few hours before in that match before it. But I should have enjoyed the process. My sophomore year, I went in not knowing how to play tennis the correct way. And I should have enjoyed the process of learning and all that sort of stuff. But I didn't. And everything that I ever did, it wasn't about the learning. It was about how fast can I get to the victory. And a lot of times that victory never came. Just think about it. One day. Well, actually, it was two days. The conference tournament was two days. I won my first match on day one, played three matches on day two. Or no, two matches on day one, two matches on day two. So for three years, I built up these two days. All because I wanted people to recognize what I did. Because, you know, at school, they, they give out announcements of, you know, what happened in sports. That, you know, they, they do that sort of thing. And I just knew, you know, it was a Saturday when that tournament was. And I knew on Monday it was going to be mentioned. And it wasn't mentioned at all. And it rocked my world. Really, the only person that said anything to me is my Spanish teacher. That was because he was my head tennis coach in my junior year. Nobody cared. 
First guy in school history to do it and nobody cared. And from that day forward, every time I got close to any sort of success in everything, I did everything that I could to make it miserable or to or do or to sabotage it. Another thing. First time I got nominated for an award in radio, I remember I went to the GM. I'm like, hey, I got nominated for this award. Nothing. Well, that sucked all the excitement out of it. But if I would have focused on enjoying the process... For tennis, all the hard work, all the hours of not only during the season, but during the summer, going out and playing in 95 degree heat. And that's where, if I would have enjoyed the process of getting better and learning, one, I would have had a better goal. And two, once I reached that goal, it would have meant more. So, if anything, enjoy the process. Especially when it comes to your walk with God. It is a process. I'm constantly learning. And again, that's what God wants. God wants people that are willing. Willing to move forward. I know I have this strong feeling that I can help people with my story. With my ability to speak. With just... I don't know... How that happens, obviously I'm doing a podcast so that can happen, but I don't know what that means outside of this. But I'm sub- it's something that I trust that in due time, God will tell me what it means. What he wants me to do. And then when he tells me, I'll go. Just like back... You know, five, six months ago. You don't need to do radio anymore, Scott. Do something else. And I left that career. And here I am. So this is, uh, this is the full Scott Daly experience. Got a little bit of science. Got a little bit of the Bible in there. But this is stuff I love to do. Maybe next week I'll talk about uh, another video I watched on. The question is, can regular people train like the greatest athletes in the world? Spoiler alert, yes you can. Maybe I'll get into that as well. Well, speaking of that, um, I know I'm running over. But another announcement I wanted to make. Um, If you're on... um, if you're friends with me on Facebook, you know that I tried to start a series called Road to 1100. It was me chronicling my attempt to get an 1100 rating internationally in chess online. But due to the ultimate journey and some other stuff that I'm doing, mentally there was no way I was going to be able to fit in chess, which is one of strategically the hardest game in the world. There is no way I was going to be able to do it. And as I've mentioned last week, I'm getting into cycling. So I have set a goal for myself. Um, 
If you're not in Iowa or not familiar, we have something called the Iowa Games. It's basically a mini Olympics. It's held every July. And there's a cycling event, a road race. So my goal is to get into shape enough to go compete in the road race. And get in shape enough because uh, this race is 26 miles long. So here now, November 14th to, I think last year it was the very end of July. I think it might have been July 31st. So to go from November to the middle to end of July. And the thing is, the goal is not to medal. Because it's the Olympics, they have gold, silver, and bronze. It's not the medal. For the first time in my life, it's not about a win. It's not about a loss. This is going to be about me, Scott Daly. Training, getting better. So that on that day... I can go and I can complete the 26 miles and look at myself and say, you know what, Scott, you did it, man. And you did it the right way. So part of it has already been done. Again, if you're on my Facebook, you see I have my trainer set up. I have a hybrid bike set up on a stand that turns it into a stationary bike so during the winter I can train out indoors. So once the spring hits I can I can be ready to rock and roll but here's going to be the hard part. It could be the part that could stop all of this. In order to be in this race you have to have a road bike. Unfortunately, road bikes are very expensive. I'm trying to find one that's very cheap, that maybe is not in the greatest of shape that I could fix up to be able to go in. So I'm not asking for money. I'm, not a I I'm asking for if you or you know somebody... That has a road bike. Maybe an older one. And the road bikes are the ones with the bent handlebars. Um, the curved ones. If you have somebody that has a bike like that. That either A is in bad shape that they'd be willing to part with. Or possibly work with me and possibly selling it to me. Or if they have something that I could borrow come the spring... So that I can train outdoors and go to this race with, I would appreciate it. Um, again, you can reach me on Facebook. My name is Scott Daly, S-C-O-T-T-D-A-I-L-E-Y. I live in Knoxville, Iowa. Or you can email me, scottdaily7 at gmail.com. So again, not asking for money, not asking for donations, but if you know somebody that might have a bike that's not in the greatest of shape that I could try to fix up, or if 
you have someone that might loan me a bike so that I can train, because it's a big difference between a hybrid and a road bike. But the bike that I have now can at least get me into shape during the winter so that I don't have a ton of work I have to do come the spring to get ready for this. Because that's what I want to do. I'm not doing it for, for mentions. I'm not doing it for... I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for me to show myself that I can do it. And I can do it the right way and I can do it the way that that everything that I've ever done in my life should have been done. And maybe inspire some people. Because I'm not in the greatest of shape. I'm between 250 and 260 pounds. My athletic days have been long gone due to bad knees and bad ankles. So running's really out of the question. But biking? Yeah, I think I can do that. So on my Facebook page, I'll mention some stuff on, on here as well. But on my Facebook page, I'll be starting a video series just called 26. Also, I have an Instagram. Um, I'm starting to promote the show on Instagram as well. My Instagram is scottdaily 77 so you can go on Instagram too because I'm probably going to post some stuff on there as well. But again, thank you everyone for, for listening. And again, you know, God willing, we get enough listens this week. We'll hit 100 listens for the show history. I can't thank everyone enough for that. Again, hello to all of all the listeners in Germany, United Arab Emirates, and Philippines, and anyone else around the world. I hope you learned something. I hope you had fun. hope you get a little bit inspired. Thank you, everyone, and I'll talk to you next week. Again, Sunday this week. So, again, today's Monday the 14th, so Sunday this week, new episode out. So thank you, everyone. everyone. Have a nice night.